You're listening to the PT Profit Podcast, episode number 296. Today, we're talking about another business contradiction, the truth about experience. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi, I'm Beverly Simpson, former fitness manager turned online personal training business owner. And this podcast is where smart fitness professionals, including trainers and clinicians, discover how to increase client performance in movement, package and position their products and services and get out of their own way so that they can increase their revenue to live a life that they love without sleazy sales. Welcome to the PT Profit Podcast. What's up, coach? Thank you so much for pushing play on another episode of the PT Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Beverly Simpson. And in today's short episode, we're going to be talking about the truth about experience and how it can actually be a double-edged sword. Because most people are like, I just want to get the reps. I want to go as fast as possible. But we need to normalize the process of actually acquiring skills. Because if you've ever heard of the Dunning-Kruger's effect before, people don't know what it is that they don't know. And that magnetizes you. What ends up happening to a lot of people is they really come into this experience with this feeling of, of, you know, uneducated optimism. And then they take action and the action has an outcome that they don't like. And then they internalize that outcome to make it mean something and they start to get pessimistic. And before you know it, experience really puts you into this, this valley of despair where you start to bring that energy to every experience that you have, which is like, this isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. And people start to feel like, oh, something does not feel good here. And then, then, then you end up falling into a rut, that experience where people start to feel like, oh man, there's something off here. This doesn't feel good. And then you get into a rut, you stop, you stop closing, people stop enrolling, but the process and the experience of what you're outlined hasn't changed. That's why when we're measuring metrics that matter, we're all, we're looking at uh, quantitative. So we're looking at things that, that are like numbers. And then we're also looking at the qualitative experience. What is it like? What is your energy like? What are you sacrificing in order to show up? And what happens to a lot of high performance performers, whether they know it or not, they end up operating from a rut without even realizing it. That's why experience is a double-edged sword. And every time you go into a sales experience or a conversation or, or whatever it is, you need to push the reset button where it's recognizing that every experience is a new, fresh, different experience. And people are coming into your world all the time without hearing of you, without knowing about you, without having any context of what it is like to be in your world. So this is why I wanted to put experience inside of, of the business contradictions, because 
What I notice when people have experience as they start to grow and scale their, their business, three things happen, which I want to bring to your attention and to remember that it's both. And here are the three things. Number one is that experience will give a double-edged sword, meaning that we'll start to get informed pessimism, essentially. And we can get into that valley of despair and that rut rather quickly. And it, it is hard. It can sometimes be hard for high achievers to identify it because they don't know that it's happening. Number two, the second thing that evidence can do, which can sometimes be, or experience can do, which can sometimes be a double-edged sword is that we start to operate from these misconceptions that what worked for us no longer works. So we hear this, this, we often hear this idea that like, you know, what got you here won't get you there. And I get that sentiment. And We then, when we hear that, the reason why people say that is because it often, you know, requires a new level of experience, a new level of challenges that you're going to be needing to handle. So it's going to require different components of you. However, that doesn't mean that we need to throw out what used to work. So then what happens is people start to scale is that they stop to, they start to release the things that worked for them and they stop doing the activities that that actually work to get them to where they want to be and i think that's because we have this illusion that like there are components that aren't scalable like for example people will say one on one is not scalable and that's just plain and simply not true and the reason i say this is because one on one accountability and support you can scale by hiring coaches. You can scale by reducing the deliverabilities without sacrificing client results. Like for example, instead of meeting for an hour, what would it look like if you met for 45 minutes or instead of 45 minutes, 30 minutes? And then how can you systematize and maximize that 30 minute experience so that you're getting a lot done in 30 minutes instead of the death by a thousand paper cuts? That's number one. Okay. That's how you can maximize leverage. That's how you can maximize one-on-one and that's how you can, and that's how you can scale one-on-one. One-on-one doesn't always have to be a call. One-on-one can be chat. One-on-one could be Voxer access. One-on-one can be Slack at chat at chat access. That way you can really communicate with people. So while a new level will often require a a different way of looking at problem or challenge or solution, it also doesn't mean that what used to work no longer works. It might need to be refined, but it's both. And so in addition to that, people, when they start to scale, they're like, I can't do calls anymore. I can't do, you know, like they, and they start to, to just completely let go of, of what worked for them in the past, because in their mind, they're like, this isn't scalable, but then it ends up, they end up going backwards. And, and that will prevent you from growing. So lean in to what's already working. And I've been guilty of that. My business has suffered because of that. I throw the baby out with the bathwater all the time. 
I've been guilty of that. I have done that in the past. I used to throw the baby out with the bathwater all the time because I was making emotional driven decisions instead of data driven decisions. That's why evidence and experience is a double edged sword. So we don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. We don't, we want to, what worked is going to continue to help work. And so with that said, one of the things I want to offer to you, and this was said to me, and it was really triggering to me, but I'm going to say it to you, is that when you set up the scalable components of your offer correctly and you get it to 10K, then you can scale it to 100K. But what often happens to a lot of people from zero to 10K mark is that they 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 don't set up the components in a scalable way. They don't, and they end up working in the red. This is why experience is a double-edged sword because we have experience that, and and then we start to operate from these misconceptions that no one's going to pay for this. No one's going to, to, uh, no one's going to do the work. No one's going to, you know, so on and so forth. And that prevents you from taking action and it prevents you from getting the outcomes that you want. So the main takeaway here for you, two takeaways. Number one, is to really take a close look at your evidence and ask yourself, are you bringing in the, the, are you in a rut? Are you bringing in the negative components to your, uh, from experience and bringing it into your sales experience? And then number two, the second thing for you to look at is how is to have you off fully optimized all of your deliverables in a way that it is scalable based on your experience. And then the third thing I'll have you look at in this business contradiction is really look at the things that people tell you aren't scalable and ask yourself, can you put that into your business and, and, and to help expedite people's implementation process so that they can get outcomes faster. And then the fourth thing I'm going to have you look at is, is when it comes to experiences, have you let go of the things that got you to where you are that you know can continue to help you get to where you want to be? So for example, if sales calls really helped you, can you add sales calls back in? If posting content every single day really helped you, can you add posting content back in? If going live and doing launches helped you, can you add those components back in? So really look at the things that helps you get to where you want to be. And instead of throwing them out, look for the ways that you can optimize it so that you can increase performance. This will require you to measure data that matters so that you can make data-driven decisions. If this helps you at all, please screenshot this episode, tag at B Simpson Fitness. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to know what your biggest takeaways are. And of course, if you haven't already, please leave us a review. It helps us help more people. I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the PT Profit Podcast. If you like this episode, chances are your friends will too. So it would be a huge service to us if you would please leave us a review and share with your friends on your social media channels. When you leave us a review, be sure to take a screenshot of it and email that screenshot to my team at info at bsimpsonfitness.com. And we'll send you a very special Instagram podcast that will show you 
how to create compelling content so that your ideal clients come to you and you go from wanting clients to a wait list of clients ready for your services. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.